Hello everyone and welcome to our first podcast called Bookkeeping Struggles for Startups and How to Overcome Them. We are super glad you could all be here with us today. I will be your host. My name is Ramsha Jamil and we're going to address some of the most pressing concerns for startup owners for bookkeeping. Joining us today is Vajiha Danish, the Director of Accounting and Finance at Monly. First of all, Vajiha, thank you so much for taking the time out to give us your valuable input. Thank you, Ramsha, for inviting me and having me here. This has been one of the most crucial pain points for several startup owners and we're so glad that you're here and uh we realized that most of them didn't even know how to manage their books or know when and whom to reach out for help. So we're going to start off with the basics. Vijay, can you tell us why bookkeeping is important for startup owners? Um yes, I'd love to. So um in our experience, uh, startup owners often don't have a very uh, clear visibility of uh their finances and how uh, the money that they have set aside to set up their business um it can be best utilized in order to know um where uh what's the best utility for those funds it is important for them to know um what their expenses are going to be what their cash flow is going to look like um and in order to do that um it is important for them to engage with a professional um it is important for startup owners to have clear time specific and measurable financial goals so that when they start running their operations they have a yardstick to measure their actual um performance against most businesses don't succeed because of the because of the cash flow problems they run into in the initial years they um they once they start incurring expenses they're sometimes they're not able to be on top of them and money runs out before they can um achieve certain level of stability by having proper bookkeeping done it shows you a clear picture of um where you're spending your money on it gives you a very clear picture of your cash flows um it gives you a very clear picture of your profitability uh, which is why i would i would say that um uh, bookkeeping is integral to a startup success Great. So now that we know how important bookkeeping is, can you tell us in your experience a little bit about why outsourcing bookkeeping is a better idea? So often often times the new startup would not have enough um enough um financing queries or enough um uh, they don't they don't need a full-time bookkeeper or full-time accountant on their right. payroll. And um in those times it is it it helps to have um or it is more beneficial to have it outsourced because then you're only paying for a fraction or the fraction of a fraction of the time that you're using you're not uh, taking the fully loaded cost of that individual um also another great benefit that i feel that comes with outsourcing is that um given that you've made the right choice about your bookkeeper they are probably working with other other people in within the industry um or other startups that are in the same stage as you are and they are able to make one valuable connections to able to share their uh, successes and their uh, 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 their failures with you so you don't have to um experience those yourself to be able to learn from them they might be able to tell you oh uh, you know for the xyz business or you know like and i understand if they can't give out the name of the business they can say okay i have um, you know helped this business and they took this certain approach and that really helped them 
build their customer base or reduce their cost or whatever. So they're able to like uh, share with you intel from other experiences mm -hmm. that they've had uh, that you can benefit from. Fair enough. So like what, when would you say is the best time for a startup owner to hire a bookkeeping service? Is there ever too late to get someone on board? Uh, well, it's never too late, but there's definitely value in having somebody start sooner. Uh, the later you have somebody start, the more difficult it is, the more higher the cost is because a catch-up bookkeeping is um, more often than not more expensive than regular bookkeeping. Uh, just because going back and going through a gazillion transactions, identifying which ones need correction, uh, take a lot more time and effort than um, to have it you know, done right from the very beginning. So uh, while it's never too late, I definitely think that the sooner you start, the the more value you come, uh, you see from it. Also, uh, when you start, it is like, as, just, um, as I was mentioning earlier, that um, unless you have your finger on the pulse, if you don't know how the business is doing, you're not able to make corrective actions and in order to know how the business is doing the only way you can do that is if, if you if you're able to see um a picture of a financial snapshot of your business uh, and that uh, can only come if you are uh, maintaining your books right i know that a lot of startup owners would be familiar with the idea of you know engaging in an iterative process like you learn from your failures trial and error but um speaking like not delaying bookkeeping is one of the major don'ts of financial management what would you suggest are some of the other don'ts uh, for a startup owner when it comes to bookkeeping or managing their finances um and one of the biggest don'ts would be don't assume so like don't like sometimes um, people have a tendency to look at or justify uh, current losses saying, oh, the best is yet to come. And while the best may, um, uh, like that might actually be true and it might be yet to come, uh, having that mentality means that you're um, sort of like, if you keep on doing that and not seeing like if, if, if those promised revenues are not coming in and you're not looking into why, um, whether they are real or not, uh, you're, uh, it might be true that the, you're taking the grave for that business. Um, so I'd say that uh, don't assume, um, don't always assume that, oh, um, you know, this is all cost, the revenue is going to come. So don't assume that your business is doing well, uh, mm -hmm. run projections, run scenarios, uh, do analysis. Uh, do the bookkeeping, see how you're doing, um, because in, in your head it might look great, uh, but the numbers might not speak the same language. Um, the next thing I'd say is that while it's great to have your bookkeeping done and have your financials prepared, don't forget to review them. So um, even if it, it takes you a little bit of time, uh, even if uh, even if it's a 10 minute, 15 minute meeting, I would say that meet with your accountant um, or discuss with them your financials over the phone, just so that you know exactly where you stand in your business. Um, another don't I'd say is um, don't uh, don't just mindlessly um, add expenses. Always evaluate whether adding that expense would also at least have some value and um, add an, uh, an equal amount, if not more of revenues um, you should know why you're spending that money um, and it shouldn't 
just be done without much thought. Um, that is uh, what I feel. Um, and don't take too many, like don't take too much of a gamble. Like this, risk should always. I I personally feel that there should be calculated risk. Definitely, yeah. the more uh, the more the, the, the higher the risk, the higher the return. But there should be in my head calculated risk. We like uh, there there needs to be some some uh, rationale for um, for the, the the risk that you're taking. Fair enough. So just to like sum it up, uh, the five major don'ts you discuss: don't assume you're doing well, don't forget your monthly reviews, don't add expenses, um, and don't gamble. Is that correct? Yes. Great. So speaking of, um, you know, think of making a financial model for your startup. Could you just explain to us a little bit about what that is and how important it is for startup owners? So the financial model can be very important for a startup that's raising finances. So like if you're looking, if you're looking to raise finances from individuals or corporations or institutes, chances are they want to know how you have been doing and they want to know how you expect the business to do. Uh, and in order to show them that that picture, um, in order to tell them what you expect, how, how what you expect from the business, you would need to run some projections um, so that, and then support it with with the actuals that you've had so far and if there's if if your um if your forecasted numbers are different than what you've had so far then um you you would want to speak to what are what's going to change um why why you feel that the business is now going to do different so what i'm trying to say is that um it uh, the financial model is integral uh, to show anybody who's interested in the financial health of the business to show how you expect the business to do and how it, yeah. it has been doing so that um, they can see that it's not just, you're not just making it up, you have data to back it up. Okay, fair enough. Um, why Can you also share with us like a five point checklist that startup owners should have when it comes to just managing their finances or like um, even with just bookkeeping when they're looking for a bookkeeping service what are some things that they should keep in mind um so i'd say prepare a budget um because if you don't have a budget you don't you don't know what your yardstick is that, that you'd be measuring yourself against so prepare a budget um secondly monitor your actuals against those budgets on a regular basis um, so the budget would only be beneficial if uh, you are comparing your actual performance or how you're actually doing against those and then taking corrective action um, mm -hmm. so i'd say seek professional help um, in as the sooner the better um, and then take a pro proactive fourth i'd say is to take a proactive approach um, try to, um, instead of being like a follower, try to see how you can lead um, in terms of different um, arenas of the business. And the fifth thing would be is always to have a plan B. So if uh, uh, if, your, if, if your star strategy fails, what are you going to do? Like, how are you going to get out of that 
um, sinkhole. So you should have a plan B. So I want to go back to the point you made about a startup owners raising their finances. Do you could you just share um, an example or a case study that you have in mind where one of your clients was able to you know capture an investor's eye or like get a higher investment, and what role did bookkeeping play in helping them secure that investment? Um, so yeah, I'd actually be able to share something with you. Uh, we do have um, a client that uh, sells cosmetics um, uh, online as well as in store, um, mm-hmm. and they've been uh, they, they did approach us to um, to get uh, to have their fi- they did have a financial model uh, built previously that they wanted us to revisit. There were a few corrections. There were some things that were uh, that needed to be mm-hmm. uh, uh, that needed to be sorted. And we did those, did a refresh of that model. And then um, we populated it with actual data. That model was uh, sort of like put together before any operations were done for the business. And uh, with, uh, with a couple of years in data in, uh, we sort of like populated that model with the actual data and then um, with in consultation with the client we were able to put in some assumptions on what how they how they expect their approach to be um mm-hmm. and we were able to run projections and show how the business would be doing for the next three years we were also able to show uh, what different um uh, uh, different similar companies within the industry right. were able to um, were being valued at so that when they go out because their intent wa- um, is and was to uh, raise capital um, uh, from, right. from investors so they were able to like with, with the investors we did some market research shared the data within that model on how the other um, uh, businesses in that industry were being valued at so that they were able to get um, a better share price from their investors. They were able to issue shares at a premium, um, and they've raised um, some level of financing and continue to raise more. And that's a really great example because in the uh, beauty industry, for example, like there's so much competition, and for them to be able to uh, get an edge just by a bookkeeping function, you know, something that someone would overlook, but you know. Uh, that's a very small mistake with a really uh, big impact and uh, i think that's something that's really impressive right yes we did do like although we do their bookkeeping with the dating ages for uh, like the, but, but the only way we were able to gather data actual data was because we were doing their bookkeeping otherwise the two years or three years of data yeah. that they had yeah. to support would not exist if they were not doing their bookkeeping correctly Wow. Well, on that note, thank you, Ajiha, for your time. We've certainly learned a thing or two about how to be better prepared as startup owners and for the obstacles to come. Um, If you'd all like to know more about the bookkeeping essentials or feel like you'd like to sign up for our services, head over to monary.com and schedule your call today.